Last week, on Knights of the Roll Table, the Knights discover Dagger Island and break into Kishara's underground lair, only to be discovered and captured once again. Kishara reveals she intends to transform our heroes into her generals. But first, they need to die. transform you first you have to die no thank you kill them and then pitmaster and the other guy draw their swords pitmaster has the knife kind of coiling around the knife and it's right at sarsa's back and he says soon you'll be one of us and stabs you oh no oh no <gasps> Do I instantly get unconscious, or can I use my reaction to Thunderous Rebuke? So, here's what's going to happen. He's going to stab you, because he's, he's got you at knife point. I ain't looking good, you guys. Yeah. This was a new coat, too. Covered in blood. Uh, he stabs you, and 16 hits? Uh, 16, yeah, that's my AC. Oof, okay. You take 16 piercing damage. Uh-huh. And you also take 15 poison damage. Yeah. He has an ability called Poison's Disciple. Oof. The first time he attacks you, it can deal an extra uh, 3d10 poison damage to your target. Ouch. So, total of 29 yeah. damage. She's not looking good, but she is still breathing. Okay. That is its turn. The other guy... Cobra. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. He's drinking, like, protein shakes. Do you even lift, bro? The the Cobra guy, uh, we're gonna call him Cobra, uh, takes his scimitar and slashes at Silius. Hey! 22 to hit. Yeah, it's gonna hit. You take 7 points of uh, slashing damage. Ow! Jerk! Sarsa... Now you get a a reaction. It's just my reaction. Okay. So anytime that I get an attack, you can't take a reaction. I can't. Oh, because it's if it's now? a surprise round, you can't. Oh, okay. Good I'm call. Sorry. Look, rules, boy. Can, rules, 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 can rules. Can you rules. take a reaction? Well, this is like this is my feral instinct. This is my ability. So, okay. You, okay. Yeah. So I mean, coach gets a reaction. Sorry, sorry. I don't sorry. get a reaction. I get a full turn. Oh, you get a turn. All right. Yeah. Cool. Right. I get a full turn. But I have to go into a rage as my first, um, yep. my first thing. So bonus action, coach goes into a rage, yep. seeing uh, Sarsa get stabbed. Uh, coach is gonna burst at the uh, Yanti holding Sarsa, and he's gonna try and rip her off of her. Okay. Um, so strength contest, athletics contest. Uh, strength. We're gonna do a strength contest against the pit advantage. Ooh, it rolled a four. You're gonna win. <laughs> yes, I am. I rolled a twenty-three. Yep. Okay. You pull her out of his snaky tendrils. <sighs> Get off of her! And it kind of squares its feet. And like, let's dance, Dwarfman. Well, I don't really want to dance with. All right, let's All do right. this. Everyone, 
Roll initiative. Yes. Initiative has been rolled. We have Salias with a 22, Kishara also with a 22, uh, Jarek, then Coach, then the Pitmaster, then Sarsa, then the Cobra. Uh, Salias is up first. All right. Salias is going to cast Polymorph at Kishara and try to turn her into a frog. <laughs> I, okay. I was gonna do it while she was talking, and then they had a surprise. Then they had a surprise round. So All right, it's, that, um, it's still there. So she has to. Uh, it's a wisdom saving throw versus my DC of fifteen. Fifteen. It's gonna use. Uh, she's gonna use a legendary resistance, ah, which does what? Automatic she automatically All saves. Right. So no no reason to do my bend luck then. It wouldn't help. Okay. Well, there goes my one fourth level slot. She kind of uh, feels something and her body starts to shake a little bit. And goes, ah, no. You said you didn't want to be that form. I was just trying to help. Is that your turn? Uh, then I'm going to try to get a little distance from, my, from anyone. All right. You back up. You kind of... Uh, Get into the, the hallway. Um, by the way, the so the the tower itself is surrounded uh, by a pit, uh, a sort of circular pit that goes down about fifteen feet, and in the pit are thousands of snakes. Gross. <laughs> Where's Kishara? She's up here, Ugh. and she's not a frog, despite the God's keys in there. God's key is right here. Is it like visible, hovering? It's visible, it... but it's kind of like the whole thing is rotating around. So it's so every like ten seconds it's visible, and then it kind of rotates around again. You see this little window, you know, and then it co- closes, and then the tower is rotating itself. So it's like it's occasionally this side of the pit. Could you reach in and grab it, or is it like you could a barrier? Uh, there's no barrier. It, it's open, uh, but you have to get over in the pit, and there's about like a foot. Uh, the sort of standing area where you can be mm-hmm. and try to ra- reach in and grab it um, if the tower doesn't knock you off. <laughs> All right. So Silius moves further away. It's now Kishara's turn. She looks at Silius and says, I suppose you're responsible for that. Well, let's make things more interesting if you insist upon trying to stop my domination. And then I do insist. Okay. <laughs> two options here. She swirls her arms around and points down in your direction. And from the ground, you see. At first, it looks like dust, but then this green mist starts floating around you, as well as the two Yuanti, and starts floating around and <coughs> you start coughing and it's this fog that is playing with your mind. I need everybody to make a con save. Can I counterspell that? I uh, Can you? I don't know. Can I try to counterspell you that? You can try. So this is an 8th level spell. Okay. Okay, so I make an ability check using my spell casting ability. That's what I was trying to figure out is what I do. So if it is casting a spell of of, of or higher is literally what this is. So clearly there's some typos in this. Make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. So that would just be like making an attack. D20 basically. plus your spellcasting modifier. Okay. So that is... Sorry. So it should it should say your spell attack modifier. So that's charisma. Okay. 
Spellability uh, modifiers. Okay, so that would be a d20 plus 4. So, so you have to beat an 18, I think. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and bend luck on this one. <laughs> yeah. So it's the 10 plus the level of the spell. So I'm going to go ahead and roll with advantage. I'm bending luck. So, so I don't get to re-roll those. So I uh, do not make this because that only goes up to 17. Oh, but <laughs> I can bend luck and add a d4 to that. So I'm going to go ahead and do that too. Damn. And that's a four. That puts me at 17 plus four, 21. <laughs> Jeez. Count to spell. Chica. <laughs> All right. Silius is bilingual. Okay. So this mist starts floating up. It starts getting, it starts burning your nostrils. Silius uh, 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 reaches forward and says counterspell. And then all of a sudden... <coughs> kind of just everything just kind of crystallizes and falls down. Kishara looks at you with daggers in her eyes. She says, you. You did it to me first. It's Jarek's turn. She angry. Good for her. Where are our weapons? Your weapon is about 10 feet behind you. And one of Coach's Warhammers is ten feet behind him, and then the Pitmaster is holding his other. Uh, in in one of the snakes is kind of holding. He's got like lots of snakes, so he's holding um, the war, one of Coach's Warhammers. It's about ten feet behind you. Is your sword? Can I see the God's key at the moment? You, it's yeah, it's in the center of the tower. It's rotating around. You can like right now, do I have like line of sight on it with the rotation? Yes. All right. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast again. I'm going to shoot one blast at the Curios. Okay. So with the intense magic weapons, which will withstand it. Really magic. But hoping that if I hit it, it'll pull it towards me. Ooh. Okay. Um, this is, it's kind of like one of those carnival games where it's like, you know, rotating around and it covers mm-hmm. it up and then it rotates it again and covers it up and you have six seconds on your turn and it's a ten second cover up period so you see it right now it's right at the point where it's about to cover it up I'm going to say uh, you can attack with disadvantage alright oh, oh what was it two total of ten I think so it hits it hits the column wall right as it uh, kind of goes in front Alright, the other blast I will shoot at Kishara up top. All right. Same idea. She has uh, partial cover because uh, she's using these vines as kind of like a shield, uh, so you can roll with another disadvantage. That would be 17. That hits. Give me your damage. That's going to be 9 damage and pull her 10 feet towards me. <laughs> Roughly over that pit of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she... Uh, gets hit and then gets pulled she doesn't go off the top because all of the vines kind of stop her it's like, it's like being yanked into a net of uh, you know of, of vines and, and other snakes and the snakes kind of push her back uh, that are holding her in place so she doesn't fall but she gets pushed back she's kind of like a safety net system fair good planning excellent <laughs> I like that I'll it's use like a my very seasoned circus performer oh. up there <laughs> Well, you don't want to be high up without no, some sort of like, safety That's measures. Very, very smart. Uh, I will use my action to go back and grab my sword. Okay. Evil what, your action was was well, the eldest blast. No, my movement. My oh, movement your movement to go pick it up. 
All right, I'll 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 give it I'll give that to you. You can you can pick it up. You can pick it up, but you can't do anything else with it. And then I will use my bonus action to move a hex to who hits Arsa? The pitmaster. To the pitmaster. I'm gonna impair his wisdom because he had advantage on that stupid wisdom save earlier. Yeah. All right. Well, wisdom checks, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> doesn't matter. I'm still <laughs> mad about his wisdom. All right. He doesn't look very fair nice. enough. Coach, you are up. Coach, 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 coach is going to run back, probably taking a attack of opportunity from the pitmaster. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run back and get one of my warhammers. I, which which one is the magical one? Uh, the one he took. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I'm going to run back. I have t- 35 feet of movement, so I'm going to run back 10. Okay, he's going to attack you. Go ahead. I'm raging. He's gonna be like, not so fast. And actually, he's actually gonna take your your warhammer. All right. And slam Ooh. it at you. Yeah. Oh, we rolled a natural one, so Ooh. he he just kind of like throws. Not so easy, is it? <laughs> it's a bit out of balance. Grab it. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna grab. Uh, I'm gonna run back. Ten. He feet. drops the the hammer. <laughs> okay. Still, I'm gonna run back. Yep. <laughs> grab the hammer. Um, that's, that was on the ground because that, that's what—that's my motion. That's already what I was doing. So I, that's ten feet. Then I'm gonna s- use the next ten feet. Go back at him. He's, he's it, with, standing back. With up. fifteen feet, can I grab the other one? Like with my bonus action? Yeah. Yeah. I'll allow so, it. so now I have both my hammers. Yep. Okay. So I'll do two strikes against him, raging. Okay. So he's kind of reeling back up. The hammer really threw him, and he looks up, and he just sees. <laughs> and coach is like running towards him. Coach, 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 coach. Go, coach. Ooh, that's a natural 20. Ooh. Uh, and that's a 19. 19 and a 20. But it was a natural 20. Let me think here. So, total of 23 damage. Okay. <laughs> With my hammers. What kind of damage is that? Uh, bludgeoning. All right. And then on one of, on the 13, no, the 11, the 10 damage was magical because of the Warhammer. The other one was not. Yeah. <laughs> kind of shakes its head. Oh, don't like that. I'm your enemy. <sighs> Let's dance. Then it uh, squares its feet again. So, Pitmaster is going to, right in front of Coach, get ready to hit, and it is going to. It's going to multi attack. Make two bite attacks using its snake arms. Just. <laughs> Slash out at oh, you. Dear. 21 to hit. Hits. And 16 to hit. Hits. That's 10 damage. Halved? Is it piercing? But piercing, yeah. But you also, because it's the first attack of its turn, it's going to use Poison's Disciple. Nope, you take... Hmm? Um, it's just extra damage of, of poison damage, but because you get half, um, so it's actually 12 poison damage. It would still take 24, because I don't have poison. Oh, I thought you had poison resistance. Oh, well, I'm a dwarf, a dwarf. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's a dwarf, I do. It's yeah, 25 yeah. damage, and it's half of that, so it's 12. So it's an extra 12. So, so extra 12. Ouch. 5 plus 5 plus 12. Ugh. That didn't ugh, feel very good. These snakes come out. <laughs> Coach is not looking so hot. All right, Sarsa is up. Sarsa, again, does not have a lot of self-preservation, and she is currently, like, literally gasping, wheezing, She's clutching her back where she's been stabbed, but she kind of closes her eyes and then lifts her hand, and you see around her 
uh, these glowing blue translucent stingrays all appear and yeah. start circling around uh, with a radius of about 15 feet. Nice. Um, and those are her spirit guardians. Um, obviously her party, Jarek, Coach, and Silius are immune uh, from any damage, but anybody else that's within that 15 foot radius of me, which if I need to move forward to have it affect more people, she would, um, is going to have to make a uh, wisdom uh, saving throw. They're both actually in that area. Mm-hmm. In, the, in your 15-foot radius. So on the start of their next turn is when they... They have to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, they're also, their speed is halved while they're within that radius. So they ain't going nowhere. Okay. The next up is the Cobra guy. It's the start of his turn, so he's going to make a wisdom save. And he rolled an 11, which probably fails. That does fail, so he's going to take 3d8 radiant damage. So that's mm. going to be 19 radius damage. Ra- radiant damage. In a radius. In a radius. Radio. Okay. And if he wants to, you can listen to the radio. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the ratio. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so he's. Ah, stay grace! He's just slashing around. But then he looks at Coach. Please make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> wisdom. Our wisest party member. So good. That's a three minus one is two. So he casts suggestion on you. So he told you to run. As you wish. <laughs> he didn't specify what direction. He actually points towards the pit. Oh. No, no. Why, 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 why? So it's going to say... Run um, around the pit? Run around. It's going to say run around the pit. For eight hours. That's why those cabs look well, so Well, actually, he says run around the pit, and it said the suggested if the suggested course of action can continue for the entire duration, if it can be completed in a shorter time, the spell ends when the subject finishes what it was asked to do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to tell you to run around the pit. Coach, 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 coach. Um, okay, Silius, you're up. I will chromatic orb. Uh, level two, uh, cold damage at... Get chilly. Which of the pitmaster or cobra looks worse right now? I'm assuming pitmaster after coach's attack. Whole 20 damage. They're both about the same. All right, I'm going to go after pitmaster then. Okay. Um, you gotta save the thing, though. I'm going to. Okay. So I'm gonna cast Chromatic Orb as a level two spell, uh, cold damage. So Chromatic Orb. That's a 15 to hit. <laughs> 15 hits. All right, cool. And so that's let's see, as a level two. Eight and five is 13 cold damage. You see the pitmaster kind of freeze up a little bit, and then shrug it off and. He's looking a little worse for wear, but still moving around. Is that your turn? That will do my turn, yes. Okie dokie doke 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 It's Kishara's turn. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. She um, starts twisting her arms again and says, I can't have you change my form. I just need more time. And then she re- reaches up her arm and you see this churning storm cloud forming around the top of the room and it starts turning into this black cloud that's circling around it's it's huge it spans about 300 and uh, 300 feet or so lightning starts flashing you hear you hear a thunder boom in the cavern and then strong winds start to blow around and and blow different parts of your clothes everybody needs to make a constitution save oh dear it is loud and wind is blowing and <gasps> nat 20 
Ooh. That's three, so 23 for me. Very nice. Thank goodness, too. Celia's got an 11. So that 20's going to succeed. 11's going to fail. 13. 13's going to fail. <sighs> 10. 10's going to fail. The yuan T also fail. Um, Is this call lightning? No. I guess then. Hail All right. Puppy. Uh, so everybody that fails, everybody except Sarsa essentially takes 2d6 uh, thunder damage. So uh, so 9 thunder damage. And you are also deafened for 5 minutes. Not again. What? <laughs> this is do, the... I, I don't, do I take any damage? Or... Uh, you don't take any. Noise, thank goodness. Because the, uh, the threshold is mm. pretty low right pretty now. Low. Eh? Well, also, Sarsa, I've been through bigger storms than this. Yeah, you, you, you kind of have to build up a tolerance to thunder and lightning, and also, you know, you have this kind of um, natural affinity with the sea and storms. And Is it continuing, like, as a storm, or yes. is it just an instant thing? It's a continuation. Oh, we're going to have away. fun with that. All right. Oh, dear. By that, the way, is she she's not within 15 feet of me. Um, no, she is, like, 60 feet up in the air, and plus uh, a little bit of a distance away. You see um, her form uh, as she after she's doing this uh, you see the, the the image of the night serpent that's floating around going mm, kind of nodding its head and uh, her body starts to kind of tremor it's it's like doing that thing where it's kind of like kind of whipping back and forth a little bit I whip my head back and forth <laughs> Jarek is up fine now I don't have to listen to your yammering for a couple minutes and I'm gonna attack the pit Make an attack! Thirteen. Thirteen will miss. And again. Sixteen. Sixteen hits. Yes. Twelve damage. You slice off some of the uh, snakes that are on his arm, and just some of them are just like these little half snakes kind of going, kind of flipping around. He's like, Ew. I'm going to get you for that, big man. And you don't hear what he says. Yeah, yeah, he's just words. Just, just, just words. I don't. I can't hear your taunting. I'm yep. sorry. Is that your turn? Yes. All right, coach, you're up. Uh, coach, is, then is, pitmaster, and then source. I'm, so I, now I'm using my turn to do a lap. Yes. <laughs> um, so I'll use my movement. He didn't get harmed <laughs> by the spell. You just used to look up and you see this big. Oh, he got harmed by the spell. I got harmed by the spell. He got harmed oh. by the spell. He got harmed so by you, the spell. So you're, you're like starting to run and then and then you kind of like <gasps> kind of shake your head. Um, you're about I'd say you're about quarter of the way around and you kind of stop. Coach, come here. You realize you're deaf. <laughs> you you get your senses back. Except for my hearing. Except for your hearing, which <laughs> you can't hear anything. You just hear <laughs> again. <laughs> And you see about uh, 15, well, let's say uh, the, the pit itself um, with all the snakes in it. You're kind of right next to that. Uh, and then on the other side, there's about a 15-foot gap. Uh, and then there's the tower with the curios, the god's key. You're probably the least equipped to go get the god's key. I mean, I could just jump across. Because um, I have a 10-foot <laughs> long jump, which is long enough, right? 15 feet. Oh, but you do have the rope. We need Gravely Spell. I know. <laughs> uh, Use the rope. Yeah, I can try. I assume Silly escaped that back to you after we landed. Oh, yeah, because it grabbed you on the way down. Yeah, it grabbed me. Rope, rope, rope itself around me. Um, sorry, I was not expecting to do anything on this turn. Yeah, I wasn't either. <laughs> um, That's how it happens. I'm going to uh, bolt over to Sarsa 
and I'm going to give you a ribbon of greater healing. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll just I'll just give it to you. Is that sure? Free yeah. action, action, bonus action. I, uh, I'm, not, I'm not putting it on her. I'm just yeah. giving it to her. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll say you can you can drop that off as a free action. It's just taking it out and, and putting it there. You're not like tying it around her head or anything. Sarsa wasn't there when they explained how. Sarsa, wrap are. this around your arm. It'll make you feel better. All right. Yep. <laughs> Just do it. And I'm going to stand in between her and the pitmaster, and I'm going to go after the pitmaster uh, with my action bonus action. Okay. Three attacks, all of them reckless. So I'm going to roll with advantage. Oh, I guess I'll just do each one because it's easier that way. Yep. First attack. Uh, yeah, that's a twenty lot. So yeah, that one hits. Okay. Uh, that one's an eighteen. That hits. And the last one is a 16. That hits. Yes. Woof. So all three attacks hit. Woof. Coach is going to coach ya. Meow. Coach, 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 coach. Now what? And only Sarsa can hear that. That's good. Okay. Damage wise, I roll ones because that's just what I do. Seven plus three is 10 plus 2 is 12. The other one is 3 plus 3. 6 plus 2 is 8. So that's 18. And then 1 plus 1 <laughs> is uh, 2. Um, tilt 2 damage plus 2, 4 damage. So 22 damage. <laughs> yes. Take this guy out. Just two hammers. Right to the head, right to the snakes, and <laughs> and he is poof, goes down, smash, uh, goes into uh, the wall. <gasps> he is down. All right, uh, it was his turn. That is a good turn, and you, that was a turn you didn't think you were gonna have. <laughs> I know, it's great. Uh, it is now Sarsa's turn. So you have um, this ribbon that Coach said put around your head. Cobra is. Between me and Kishara? Uh, no, she, he's he on the other side. He's kind of closer to the wall um, rather than the, the pit of snakes. Sarsa then is going to uh, use her action to follow Coach's instructions and twist that ribbon around her arm. Okay. All right, 44 plus 4. Aha, sorry. Right, while, while you're doing 14 14 at her healing. Um, That's good. She's looking a lot better. Bonus action. Um, she's gonna go ahead and on top of that uh, cast mass healing word. Ooh. Um, so everybody's gonna get one d4 plus four. So that's gonna be. It's just a little bit of a bump. So that'll be ooh uh, eight. Everybody heals eight hit points. I will take it. Good master and uh, she's like gonna now. try and move. <laughs> she's gonna start moving closer <laughs> towards Kishara. So she'll use her movement. Um, I'm assuming she won't be able to get within 15 feet of her with her movement, or would no. she? She's 60 feet in the air. Oh. This uh, is a tall room. Then she'll move as close as she can towards that center pillar, yep. mm-hmm. where the voop to do god yep. key. Yeah, the god key is is on the other side of a 15-foot uh, donut pit. Filled with snakes. Filled with donuts. But if you get close to it... <laughs> but, Delicious. And, and snakes. But snakes I think if you get close donuts. to it, your manta rays will start, or your stingrays will start attacking the snakes. I will get close and see if my stingrays can mess up some snakes. Okay. S- snakes versus stingrays. Right. 
So, so it moves the cobra out of cobra as out now out of the stingray vicinity. Um, but uh, yeah, the snakes. There are a couple snakes kind of in this lower area that are starting to get kind of like just like firecrackers going off. Just they're just <laughs> burning. Uh, they're very low level kind of tiny snakes. Um, yeah, cool. All right, so cobra, cobra. Uh, <laughs> cobra. Um, he's going to see the stuff that. Uh, Silius is doing. He's gonna make an attack at you. He is. He has a multi-attack. He's gonna take his scimitar. I'm use my reaction to cast shield before anything. Thirteen else and twenty-four. So the thirteen will miss. The twenty-four will hit. Okay. Despite the fact that my armor class is now twenty <laughs> temporarily. That's eight points of slashing damage. Or sorry, pierce. No, slashing damage. It's all the same to me. What are you at? Um, at thirty. I'm doing fine. Okay. Silius looks great compared to everybody else, I think, right now. Okay. Coach gains back oh! health whenever he hits people. All right. Silius. <laughs> he has his ability. Really? That's yeah. a thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, like a vampire tooth in your No, it's, it's just a barbarian ability. That's rad. All right. At the end of its turn, all of the, the walls on the side that are, that are these dead kind of branches and vines and everything like that start coming to life. And you see the walls literally start uh, moving around and kind of twisting within each other. Coach, and are you doing that thing again? They start moving down, and you can see that all of these vines have become large anacondas and pythons. Gross. It's and not snakes, me. It's not me. And they are coming towards you, and they move 15 feet in. Some of them are coming around your feet if you are close to the walls. Not Sarsa, uh, but everyone else is in there. So, uh, so I'm assuming you're right against the wall um, and everybody else is kind of in, in that area. Um, everybody in that vicinity, everybody except Sarsa, uh, make a uh, dexterity saving throw. That's not going to go well. You too. Huh. Nope. <laughs> got advantage on those? I got six. <laughs> that's fail. Two fives, of course. Uh, that's a what? Dex? Dex. Six. Seventeen. Okay, Jarek succeeds, but uh, Silius and Coach, uh, you your feet are considered uh, grappled, Okay. Um, so you cannot move. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. What if we try to teleport? <laughs> mm. uh, but <laughs> teleport, those, that's different. those okay. things are... Well, you guys are not more than 15 feet away from me now, huh? Probably. I, I assume you... It, this room's big. I think you, you're far enough. I'm right next to you, you still. No, well, she moved up next to the pit, so she's oh, further yeah, okay. away from you. Yeah, you're further away. So right now, she's further away, so that, that's not within her field of stingrays. Silius, top of the round, it's you're up. Bamf. I'm going to thunderstep. I'm not going to take anyone with me. Yep, you're not, you're not near anybody. But I'm near the cobra. <laughs> yeah. So Okay, yeah. Because okay. he came up to attack me. So yep. it, he, he is. So I'm going to bamf out of there and okay. show up next to Kishara. At least that's my plan. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, which will be an interesting, probably stupid thing to do. She looks occupied right now, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's con- do it. Uh, constitution saving throw from Cobra over there, and anyone else within ten feet of me, which I guess is the vines. Uh, rolled a seven. Uh, that's gonna fail. So they're gonna, gonna take hurt. Three d ten damage. So just a moment while I grab all my dice. I love thunder steps so much. Such a cool spell. That is thirteen thunder damage. Okay. And big old loud sound. 
at the whole nobody hears it. area. Nobody hears it. It just it's just, it's just they just think it's more thunder yeah. that's coming from the top. All of up. the area, all of the snakes in the area, just get obliterated by force damage. <laughs> Um, and then you pff, pop up right next to a uh, skin bubbling uh, Kishara. Um, now most of her clothes have uh, fallen off of her, so she's kind of in the buff. That's doing and, nothing uh, for me. <laughs> and uh, she's kind of like wrapping around her fingernails. You can see are uh, getting longer, and her uh, neck has extended, and it's getting longer. Gross. And there's all these little like bones and veins <laughs> popping out from her side. Celius, um, this is a big journey for you. Uh, I need you to roll on your wild magic table. Okay. Uh, oh gosh. Uh, where's my stuff? Could uh, be good or bad. This one and that one. Okay. Well, here we go. Wild magic. Wild, wild magic. magic. It's an 83. Let's find out what an 83 is. Wild, 83. wild magic. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. You make my hair fall out. <laughs> you make me look like a ghost. Oh, that's fun. Um, each creature within 30 feet of you takes 1d10 necrotic damage, and I regain hit points equal to the sum of the necrotic damage dealt. Whoa! Whoa, that's nice. That's some lich nonsense right nice. there. Yeah, within 30 feet, each creature takes... He's 60 feet and, up, though. Yeah, so it's probably so, only yeah, going to yeah. hit Kishara. Yep. You roll your damage. One you get ten. all your health back. There's like tons of snakes there. Ten. <laughs> or zero, depending on how you read that, but ten. Ten. <laughs> I will say... Which honestly... So you get ten damage. You get ten points from Kishara. Okay. Uh, you know, it hits her. Uh, it hits a good, like, 20 different snakes. I'm only down 12. Uh, so. but, but, you know, I'll say you get, like, 15 points. Okay. Uh, I can only heal 12 anyway okay. from where I am. Yeah, so. so. 15. It heal. is what it is. All right, awesome. And my Tides of Chaos is now back in as a possibility. Right. <laughs> and I, I rolled to see if I had to roll on the wild magic table because of my thing, and I don't. So. Okay. I'm Great. Also really running so out of that doing was, work. It that is, was nice. It is now Kishara's turn. Um, first of all, she's still concentrating on... Well, she took damage, so... Hold on a second. Yeah, she did. Nope, she maintains concentration on her ninth level spell, Storm of Vengeance. We should hear Um, up that. (laughs) I'm trying. In the second round of Storm of Vengeance, acidic rain falls from the cloud. Every creature and object under the cloud takes some acid damage. Is there any Eye of the Storm situation going on? Ooh, that's six. So everybody takes six acid damage. Wait, you see round three. Um, so that happens, but that is not her turn. That just happens yeah. anyway. And that's all of us, right? Yes. Regardless of where we are in the room. Yep. And also all the snakes. <laughs> She's protecting her snake fellows. I mean, it, it also... In it, what is now a moat of acid. <laughs> well, I'm assuming all the pythons on, or anacondas are dead, although... So, so all of the acid is falling into this pit, and all of the snakes that are in the pit just start 
Not and very kind as it's people. happening, you notice that Kishara's form is kind of glowing in this green energy. Her hair is starting to turn black um, from its blonde color, and it's becoming uh, withery and almost... Um, gross. Uh, it's gross, yeah. It's very oily, and she's just... Ah, and her, her mouth opens up and uh, has begun, begun to have these fangs and she's transforming into something god you don't know what uh her legs are starting to kind of fuse together uh and skin is kind of wrapping around each other it's like if you have glue on your fingers and so you're pulling it apart <laughs> and and you're starting to peel that off and you see like skin start to fall off there's something going on with her um, if you're listening to this during lunchtime you're welcome <laughs> hey <laughs> We'd like to, uh, this show is, the episode is sponsored by Lunchables. Lunchables. (laughs) Lunchables are little tiny pieces of meat you can put together with cheese and crackers, and they're so delicious, (laughs) just pop them right in your mouth. Lunchables, they're so delicious. Anyway, her skin is falling off. (laughs) (laughs) Bubbling relentlessly. Uh, As this is happening, she has enough wherewithal to look at you from the side and smile with kind of this uh, piercing uh, smile with little fang teeth. And she looks at you and kind of throws out a hand to the side, and this acid thin beam comes at you. Uh, she casts Melf's Acid Arrow uh, mm. at a high level, and you take uh, 10 points of acid damage. Ow! You're not very nice! That is her turn. <sighs> Jarek, you're up. Given that I just healed, it's impressive how much damage I just took. <laughs> Yeah, really. I will run over these snakes and hop into the radius cleared out by the thunderstep where Cobro is and say, it's your turn. And uh, move my hex to him and attack. Twice. All right. Ah, That's going to be a 15. Uh, 15 hits. 15 damage. Oh, he's looking really rough. Well, that's good. I'm going to hit him again. (sighs) Ooh, 24. That hits. Yeah. 17 damage. Well, 24 to AC, 17 damage. Slice it. Dice it. Cut hits head off. (laughs) And you just see its body crumple to the floor. The tail's just like... Yeah, the tail's still moving around. (laughs) (laughs) And it's flopping around. Making Uh, its soup later. Yep. So So now it's just the four of you... A bunch of snakes uh, in the walls and Kishara. And a bunch of snakes. <laughs> Jarek, your turn um, that is your turn. Yeah. Uh, Coach. Coach is going to take the rope. <clears throat> How far away? Well, can I, you said I'm grappled by this stuff. Was there any kind of strength check for it? Or was yeah, it? you can you can make a you can make a dex uh, check to see if you can Ooh. actually. Uh, you're grappled, so. Yeah, you can use your you can use your action to use a strength check to see if you can get out of uh, the uh, snakes and, and stuff that are holding you. How far away is the pillar from me right now? The pillar is thirty five feet away. Okay, so I'm gonna use the rope, and I'm gonna say, grab the curios, uh, and I'm gonna throw it out there, whip it out there. Throw it out like a whip. Okay. Yeah. So you, as soon as you say that, it kind of goes taut. <laughs> And it kind of spirals out, almost with this kind of force of its own. And it has enough slack to wrap around. It's grabbed it. Nice. Can I pull it? Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna try and pull it. All right. That was an hit action. Give me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Haha. Give me a strength check. Uh, I am raging. Yep. So, because I got damage dealt to me again from the acid. Okay. Uh, have, so it's have I, advantage, I have advantage on. Okay. Give me a strength check. Uh, that is a twenty-one. The God's key, the Curios, pops out, and you can see uh, as soon as it does, it's kind of the ro- still attached to the rope, swings down into the pit of no. snakes, uh, kind of acid, you know, covered it. It's still attached to the rope. Also, at the same time, the giant image of Dendar the Night Serpent kind of fades away. Kishara screams in frustration uh, that that her um, transformation, um, you know, witnessing of by Dendar has been interrupted. Um, she's screaming up at the top. Salias hears that, uh, but you're still you have still. Are nope. holding on. None of us hear. I don't hear it. Ex- yeah, because I can't hear it. Either. I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Sarsa it's, hears it. It's well. Here's the thing: is there's a little bit of psionic image. Oh, okay. So you hear this this brain scream. Um, it's, not again! Not again! Not again! Yeah. Get out of my head! All right, that's your turn, Sarsa. Oh, buddy. Okay, yeah. so Coach has the curio on a rope that's dangling down in that pit. Yep. Um, I'm going to make a strength saving throw for the rope. A weird sentence. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you see on the the part of the rope that is dangling over the pit starts to... And it's hanging on by a thread. about half of its strength. Oh, acid. If the, if the rope could go... <laughs> it, would. it would. The rope is bloody. It's very sad. It's like, Dad, <laughs> Mr. Stark, I don't feel. So <laughs> I don't feel so good. No, um, no. So, could I feasibly like dash to try and get up to at least close to where Kishara is? Uh, so is she it? is on a pillar she's that is here. sixty she's feet at up. the top. Of it. Yeah, she's up there. There's a, there's a pit of snakes and and. That's kind of where you are. Uh, if you have any kind of floating or teleporting ability or flying or yeah, that's cool. But running. no. So the vines around the tower are also kind of shaped as a ladder. Uh. Um, it, it, it's as if Kishara, um, probably because she has some abilities, uh, made the vines into a ladder that um, she could climb up there. Okay, and Silius is. Uh... Oh, Salias is up there, yeah. Salias yeah. is up there next Hello. to her. Okay. Um, but I would need to leap to cross this to try and get onto that and get over there. Yeah, it's a 15 foot. Uh, I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm going to, because I think I'm, I've gotten pretty close by now, so I should be able to just use my regular movement to, like, jump over. Right? Okay. Weston's going to the so jump calculator. Long jump. You can cover a number of feet up to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet on foot immediately before the jump. So when you make a long jump, you can cover a number of feet up to your strength score. Which is so 13. 13. So 13 feet. If you if you want to try, we can we can do a little... I mean, cause it's body, just a pit full of acid and I'm trying to figure out... I'm, try, I'm literally... I'm trying to figure out if I could maybe use gust of wind to try to like push just, myself forward. Just fart yourself over at the very end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hope springs eternal. Um, 
But what do you no. want me to do over there? Though? You could do You'd like just be down here. I'm not gonna make it. You could do like nests but that in would put Smash me Brothers and hit yourself with your Double with your own anchor. Just am I like from where I'm at? Would I? Could, right. Would you consider me within sixty feet of her if she's not not quite? If you were at the very bottom of the base, you'd be sixty feet away from her. Well then, I just kind of actually, um, actually. No, you're right because it, it, the base has width and she's on top. So it well, no, be. it has to do with this angle. And in D and D, it's six, sixty feet is the same this way, up and diagonally. Right. What? What I'm D &D. saying is she wouldn't even be with. She wouldn't it be is. sixty feet unless she was at the base. Because, because if uh, it's a grid, and you are. 15 it, feet it works, at a or diagonal. Orthogonally, yeah. It's just so so it doesn't matter. Six, six, like, if you're down here, you're still 60 feet away from her. Oh. It's an I will defer. Rules. What do you want to do? Okay, I don't okay. understand Shh. that at all. Everybody else be quiet. What do I'm you want to do? So defer to you. If you I'll tell me that. that I can feasibly, without having to try to make this jump that is like the Usain Bolt of jumps... <laughs> um, He's a runner. If you tell me that I'm within 60 feet, I know what I want to do, but if you tell me no, then I don't know what I want to do. Uh, I will nix that. So I defer to you, DM, and your almighty wisdom. Do you want her to know what she's going to do? <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. Um, I guess uh, I'll say, yeah, you're, you're within... I feel like Weston's rules lawyering already <laughs> took away a thing from me, so I'd like it to give me something. <laughs> sure, just okay. Rules lawyer, the give rules give it. Okay. So Sarsa's Sarsa's. Well, say you leap up in the air and you're 60 feet closer. You're, 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 six, you're within 60 feet. <laughs> Two, three feet, so and it's move, like that's She'll enough. move like as close as she can to the edge of the pit, and then um, she's gonna yell out to Celius, "Get out of there! I'm blowing it up." And um, <laughs> I'd like to if Fireball. I I'd like to hold my action for once Sars or once Celius is out of the range of ten feet of Kishara, and uh, if if he moves out of that, um, I'd ready shatter um, nice. to go off uh, right at where Kishara anyway. is at. Um, how, how wide is the top <laughs> of the pillar? Uh, the pillar Five itself. Feet. <laughs> I read this a little bit earlier. I think you said 15. Or no, that was the pin. Uh, 10 feet in diameter. So if you can't get off the top of Just that thing, you are right next care. to her. It's okay. He's old. He's not that old, but he's old. Then I'm just going to go ahead and cast Shatter. <laughs> well, you can just cast Shatter. Oh, yeah. Just cast it to the side of her. All right, we'll do it to the side of her. Don't cast it on her. To hopefully affect her and not Silius. Okay. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do that as a fourth level spell. Oh. We can't hear anything anyway. What? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to use my um, I'm going to use my channel divinity so that it automatically does full damage. Dang. I'm going to suggest that we're just getting our hearing back as it clears and then she gets shattered. <laughs> <laughs> this I entire time. We're all going to have tinnitus by the time we're out of this so fight. So basically, she's going to make a con saving throw. And then um, it would be 5d8. So what's 5 times 8? That's 40. 40. So it'd be 40 um, thunder damage on a fail. And it would be 20 on a save. 
and also uh, if if it does succeed, uh, I want to push her off the edge. Okay, she rolled a two. Yeah, but so she takes forty damage. Oh, yeah. Whoa, and she's gonna fall. Yeah, she goes into the pit of snakes. Mm -hmm. She's mid transformation. Oh no, (laughs) awkward. That's also where I hate it when people catch me mid transformation. And she'll the natural one on concentration. Oh, so the storm goes away. (laughs) Oh, so she takes. 66? From Sars is, Sars is gonna yell out it's, it's... as Kishara falls down Sars is gonna yell That was for Selene! That's what a real god can do! What? Ooh. She's Non-stop doing the snake dance. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's like right. a constant joke of this episode. So, what? Yeah, you see Kishara's form fall down you don't quite see what happens. Is that the end of your turn? I just see her disappear. Yeah, yeah. You, she's off on the other side. Uh, that is the end of my turn. All right. The end of the round. The snakes from the walls move in even further. They move forward another fifteen feet. So that little patch that you destroyed gets overtaken again. Uh, everybody that's standing on the ground, Sarsa, Coach, Jarek, uh, needs to make a Dex save again. I have advantage. Not to be troubled, but I believe I still have my stingrays as well. Okay. My, so if they're coming within a 15-foot radius, uh, I don't know if that affects anything. But uh, Four and a two. Still make a dick. Total of five. That's an eight. Eight. Six. So that all fails. Um, so all of you guys are movement of zero right now. Um, a couple of the snakes. We'll we'll get to that on your turn. Okay, now Silas. Sorry, All go right. ahead. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Silas is going to go up to the edge where uh, Kishara just got knocked off, and I'm going to hold my action uh, for when she does show up. I'm going to use uh, second level chromatic orb with tides of chaos uh, uh, if she shows up. Uh, cold damage, just FYI. In case okay, that but I'll, I'll hold my action until she pops up. All right. Now it is Kishara's turn. When the bad guy in a video game falls into a pit of acid, <laughs> where, it's not where usually by, just the where, end. by the way, the curios are, yeah, I uh-huh. worry. Yeah, bad, bad, bad. <laughs> so, uh, you guys just hear this. You think a little spell knocking me off is going to stop me? And then you see this form rising up. Hello, Knights of the Roll Table. This is Chris Daly, your Dungeon Master for Season 2 of the podcast. So this is it. This is the finale of Season 2. I hope you guys are enjoying it, and I hope you've enjoyed Season 2. I learned some great things along the way. I had a ton of fun. I love playing with this group, and hopefully... I've planted some seeds for things to come. We'll see. So stay tuned for uh, later this week for a postseason wrap-up bonus episode where we all chat about favorite moments and questions unanswered and things like that. After that, we're going to post a session zero for season three. Uh, Zach is taking over the DM's chair again, and we'll be revisiting some characters from season one and meeting some new characters. 
Since we don't advertise for the show, the best way to support us is to leave a rating and review on whatever podcast service you are listening to right now. It only takes a minute and you don't even have to write something. Just a rating is appreciated. In the comments on these announcements and give you a personal thanks like this one from Latson1975. This is a great D&D live play podcast. The storytelling role play are great and the levity and the comedy add to the enjoyment of a wonderfully fun campaign. Thanks so much. Uh, here's another one from Cat Type. That's one word. I give it two thumbs up as that is the number of thumbs that I have. Sweet. Well said. You can follow me at Daily Tunes RPG on Twitter. I do all the art for the show and reach out if you want to talk DM stuff or D&D art stuff. Weston was interviewed for another podcast called Attack of Opportunity, which you can find on rollmongers.com. That's rollmongers.com. They do an actual play podcast of their own, so check that out as well. Also, check out episode 50 of the podcast called A Necessary Evil, where Zach is interviewed by a supervillain. You heard that right. So download A Necessary Evil and also uh, Attack of Opportunity in your podcast feeds, and you can listen to some cool interviews with our cast. Some of the music featured in this episode was created by Weston and can be found on his Patreon, Arcane Anthems. There is some great original compositions that you can download right now, this minute. Check it out in the links in the comments of the episode. That's new original music on Patreon Arcane Anthems. You can visit our Instagram and Twitter at Rolled Table and use the hashtag Rolled Table to help us get the word out about the show. As always, if you have any feedback or questions or want to drop us a line or want to put an ad on the show, contact us at knightsoftherolltable at gmail.com. Look, we know we are not the only D&D actual play podcast out there. There's so many, but... We really honestly thank you so much for listening and giving us a chance. And from me, the DM of season two, before I lose my little soapbox here, I want to thank you guys for listening and thanks for the feedback. And it means a lot to me and uh, I can't wait to keep playing with these guys. And um, yeah, that's it. Uh, That's all of our announcements. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Now go out and make life an adventure. And you see this form rising up and you see her new form oh Oh my gosh and she has transformed into a pure yuan-ti anathema full of six different heads can't see the other one Uh, these gaunt kind of gray arms and a long 20 foot python body and it is spiky and writhing and there's still bits of human flesh kind of uh, uh, dripping from like the, the sides and she and you hear all of it's psionic communication in your heads uh, so you don't have to worry about being deaf you just hear it in your heads and she says I have completed my transformation and now I will show you the your power of the Yuan-Ti. Of course, as soon as she popped up, that's when my yep. chromatic orb would go, right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so it's t- with the wind out of my sails, Matt. <laughs> that's what I'm doing, man. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, so with Tides of Chaos, that's with advantage. Um, so uh, 
I'll roll that first. And uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and roll this one again, but it won't matter because I got a nat 20. Uh, so, say uh, it. Say it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Two health bars. The, the eighth <laughs> final form. This will be 68. That. Oh no, I rolled that as a second level. Just give me some damage. It'll be a lot. It'll be uh, 8d8. Okay. okay, hang on a second. And it's 11. Plus 7 is 18. Plus 6 is 24. Plus 15 is 39. 39. Jeez, sorcerers. 39 cold damage. That was just your held action. Yep. Now it is her turn. Yikes. So it is going to see the closest person that's nearby. And it's going to go after Sarsa. So it's going to make two claw attacks. 21 to hit. That's a hit. And a 19 to hit. That is also a hit. Okay. And then it's going to attack you with five snake heads. Nine damage. Cool. Six snake and heads. eight damage. And that's um, a slashing damage. Then it's going to wrap um, around you oh. and constrict you. I know about, the, and then so it'll it'll take some damage from the uh, stingrays. Well, there's the stingrays, and that would be at the start of her turn. Okay. Um, and so, so that'll she be would... a dex save, and she rolled a five. Yeah, that's a fail. Okay. So that's gonna be uh, fourteen radiant damage. All right. I still have two more uses of my thunder rebuke. Since okay. She attacked me. Okay. So uh, one of those is gonna go right now, and that's she makes a another deck save. Fourteen. Fourteen is not enough. All right. So that's gonna be two d eight. That's gonna be nine. Nine uh, thunder damage. Oh, nine. Okay. Okay, Bert. Yeah. So right. uh, nine thunder damage. So uh, nine thunder damage. Okay. All right, so pew, pew. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Uh, so then she claws you, <laughs> slash. Then she's going to constrict. Oh. This episode is brought to you by nobody. So <laughs> twenty-eight to hit. Oh, are you telling me or asking <laughs> me? Because that that that'll hit. This is for the constrict. Ooh. You're gonna take three d six plus six plus two d six damage. That sounds like a lot. Twenty-four. That's um, bludgeoning. Uh, that's bludgeoning damage, and acid damage. And I'm out. Okay. Uh, so Sar- as she starts, Sarge is like, "Yeah, you're not the only woman who's got a storm brewing inside of her." And, and she just the starts breed. wrapping around you, and all the snakes uh, are closing in around you as you're losing consciousness. And you and just see Sarge go limp. And and the snakes psionically say. She's out at the big tavern drinking whiskey in the sky. Well, she's right. just unconscious. Death she's saving through. She's not Calm dead, dead. Down. Well, Clinkin, it, Clinkin she also so gets that it's a multi attack. So she also gets flurry of bites. Oh. So she's out. super dead. <laughs> oh, is she hitting me more? She's going to turn you into a 14 to hit. Uh, 14 would miss, actually. But it's... It, it auto-crits. It auto-crits. 
Oh, in my dead. That's, that's right. Yeah, I mean, it's an automatic hit, so, auto crit. So you lose two death saves. How many yeah. death saves do you get total? Three. Ooh. So you're down two. So just... All right, Jarek, you're up. Uh, Sarsa! Grappled by the snakes? Yeah. You have, you have zero movement, but you can still take an action. Or you can use your uh, a strength check to try to get out of the entanglement. Is that an action? An action. It's an action to try to get out of it. Where is Sarsa in relation to me? She is at the edge of the pit, um, about 15 feet away. Hmm. Limiting, difficult, a frustrating situation. Well done, DM. <laughs> Very concerning. I will cast a spell that is new. I learned it as a warlock, and it's usually called Arms of Hadar. But uh, invoking the power of Hadar's dark hunger to hunger to summon tendrils of dark energy didn't seem very Jericky. So instead, we're rebranding it Hand of Torm. And <laughs> yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I will cast this spell and radiant uh, fists of Torm pound down on everything within 10 feet of me, which would be all of these snakes grappling me. They make strength saving throws. On a failed save, they take 2d6. They okay. can't take reactions. So you just see these uh, this kind of... Ra- several, uh, like like sixteen of them, just radiant hands, just go Bleh! and form fists in these white glowing fists, and start going <laughs> and just pound, and all the snakes are going. <laughs> it's like like um, it's like Hudson shooting all the aliens, and he's like, "Oh, you want some of this?" <laughs> and then uh, you're just left with a bunch of like pulp around your feet, Yummy. kind of standing up. Squaring your shoulders, your friend has been taken out. So I'm going to run towards her. I don't have any action to do anything. I have a bonus action, which I will use to get Your speed is halved, but you can still get to her if you have 30 feet of movement. Yeah, use the movement to go towards her. Okay. Which is, yeah, I'll get to her. Um, Kishara, uh, Snake Kishara has dropped Sarsa's body from the Constrict, and she's now kind of like... You know, Kajara's on the ground. Oh, good. They're both there. Handy. Um, and then my bonus action, I'll use. I'm going to cast Hexblade. It's not a spell. I'm going to apply Hexblade's curse to Monster Kishara. Okay. What does that do? Nothing right now, but helps me fight her. Okay. That's your turn? Yes. All right. Coach. Coach is going to take his magical warhammer and he's going to. Put it up into the sky. Some magical energy is gonna burst around it, kind of crackling, and he's gonna smash it down on the so- on the snakes. Yep. And he's going to cast thunderclap. Okay. Um, so they have to make a Constitution saving throw or take two d6 damage. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! These are all little one point minions. So. <laughs> um, so then. So coach smashes its hammer down Kaboom. and just lightning fizzles through kind of a chain reaction of about a 15 foot radius of snakes uh, and I'm going to move uh, toward um, Kishara no not yeah I'm going to move toward Kishara okay but really moving towards Sarsa you're only like 10 feet away 
Okay, so I can get to get to her? Yeah. Um, what are you doing with the rope, though? Because the rope is hanging onto the curios. Do you mm-hmm. let it go, or do you are you holding onto that as well? Or are you pulling, um, pulling it up as you go? Or what do you want to do? Command the rope. Well, I think it's an action to command the rope, and I already used an action to get free. Oh, all right. Um, so, I mean, it's just staying there. It's just staying wherever it was. Because it grabbed the curios, right? Yeah. Um, but if you I, let it go, it's going to... I'm, 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 I, I, I had to grab my warhammer, so okay. I, I would have had to let the, the rope go. Okay. All right. Yeah. I had to let the rope go. Rip rope. So so the rope falls down. Uh, it, it slides a little bit. Um, you can. I'll, I'll say you can shout out a action okay. for it to do. Then yes, I'll, I'll have it try and pull the curios. No, it's, it's further from Kashara, the better. Uh, no, oh, sure, I'll try and pull it toward me. Okay, so you, we'll say that for the for the turn, you smash down as you let go. You say, "Pull it up," and you smash these things down. The lightning hits all the snakes at that same time. The rope kind of uses your leg as leverage Coil. to kind of around your calves and it's like mm. and it starts pulling up and it sort of use, uses you uh rope burns, rope, we- burns, rope burns. no but your your calves are very well oiled and and the rope is well oiled as well no hair so it all. just kind of goes around the, the the excess is kind of going off to the side and it's just um and taking off a little bit of leg hair sure. but uh it's burns. pulling up the curios and it pulls it up right next to you and slackens okay I guess I'll just pick up the pick up the God's key. God's key and throw it in my pack and I'm running toward All right. Sarsa. As soon as you pick it up, the three kind of uh, points of contact for the curios, the button, the spiralite, and the bracelet, which is now kind of a loop handle, start glowing purple. Put it in there. Coach puts it in his back. Shut okay. up, you. <laughs> it's this back. moment where, it's, where he kind of zooms in on Coach's <sighs> face, and it zooms in on the curio, and he just goes, ah, and puts it in his face. <laughs> running, running towards his heart. So that's exactly, that is exactly correct. That's Coach. He's like, eh. All right. Uh, Sarsa? Final death saving throw. Make a, make a death save. That's a 14. Oh, Yay. That's a success. Mark one success. One success. <gasps> okay, Silius. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna chromatic orb, level one, cold damage at the snake face over there. <laughs> Gijara. Yeah, her. Uh, so let's see. That is a twenty, a dirty twenty. That hits. Okay. And that is. Get chilly. What is that? Getting chilly with it. That is uh, 13 cold damage. But what do you say? Oh. <clears throat> Chromatic <laughs> Thank you. I would All have right. forgotten. She get, takes this layer of frost on her body and kind of shoves it off. All right. Is that your turn? Yeah, that'll do. Uh, yeah. I don't know what else I would do. All right. I'm just going to kind of, I'm going to kind of crouch down so I'm not super visible up on top of the pillar. All right. Oh, I forgot to mention. So she has something called oh god, <laughs> Ophidiophobia aura. Any creature in the Athenema's choice, other than the snake or the Yuan-Ti, that starts a turn within 30 feet of the Athenema, 
and can see or hear it must succeed a DC 17 wisdom saving throw or become frightened of snakes and Yuan-Ti. <sighs> so Jarek and Coach. just call that Indiana Jones. A yeah. wisdom save? Why wisdom save. Snakes. I'll say it didn't like fully form effect until Why now. Why is it always a wisdom save? Uh, wait, I think I'm, I have a thing against fear if I'm raging. Uh, Let me see. That's particularly. I think wise. you do too. I think if you're raging, you do. You have advantage against fear or something, or you're, or you're not afraid or something like that. But what'd you roll? Nine. Okay, you're afraid of snakes. <laughs> Luckily, there's snakes in every direction, so it doesn't really mean like, anything. Snakes are scary. Okay. I don't think I do. I think that's a certain barbarian path. Like, at a certain level, you can't be frightened. Oh, right? yeah. Maybe it's like Path of Berserker. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not me. If you know, let us know. That's Match for sure. the roll table. It's okay. A, whatever it is, it's not me, so okay. I get a roll. Yep, that's a four. All right. You're afraid of snakes, too. Great. So, it sees Coach, and it's going to end... She is in your head, you hear. And she comes towards you. No, 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 no! And she's going to multi-attack. So first, two claw attacks. 24. Hits. And 20. Hits. 13 and 12. Uh, that is... Slashing damage. Okay. So is that halved? Because yes. Okay. So that's so that was at thirteen so and twelve. Six and six. So twelve damage. Okay. Uh, then she's gonna try to constrict. Uh, that's an eighteen to hit. Yep. Okay. That is uh, three acid damage and twenty bludgeoning damage. Jeez. So three acid. That's full. Mm-hmm. And then twenty halved. So I'm at one hit point. Ah. Okay, you're grappled. Uh huh. She's gonna bite you. Uh-huh. Fourteen hit misses. So she wraps around you, and she gets a little too far up because you're a dwarf, <laughs> and she's just like, ah, oh, what? It's kind of like in, in her body, like it kind of somewhere Ooh. in the middle, and you're just like. Um, but doesn't she take like piercing damage from yep. your spikes? One d four. I'm gonna roll that it. nonsense. Hiya! She's finally gonna be. Dead. She takes two damage. Discret. No. <laughs> Can you imagine? I that wish. Would be nice. All right. Coach is wrapped around her. Bingo. Not looking too good. You just, Jarek. You just see his form just kind of. Jarek is up. Uh, what does it mean in this context that I'm afraid of snakes? Uh, it means disadvantage on ability checks and its attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. Uh, can't move willingly closer to the source of its fear. Um, Already read. So basically, you're you can't move uh, and you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack roll against the snakes unless you get rid of the snakes that are in front of you. But also, she's in front of you, and she's a Yuan-Ti, so can't she's move a snake. Her. She's a snake? She's definitely a snake. Okay. She's Just definitely like a Yuan-Ti. <laughs> well, none of that's relevant right she's now. She's a snake. 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 She's like several snakes. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, so Gross. I'm going to drop down to, because I'm right on top of where Sarsa is, I'm going to take her hand and say, you can't leave me yet, and I'm going to use my action to channel 19 points of healing into her with my lay on hands. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Jeez. I was not ready emotionally for that. <laughs> uh, Sarsa kind of comes to, and she's like, what are you just sitting around there, you big log? <laughs> There's a lot of snakes around here. <laughs> Please help so... with that. Okay. Is that your turn? Or? Well, that's my action. Uh, Don't you have the hexblade? Or, or that doesn't do anything? I mean, that's still affecting her if I could attack her, but I can't because that was my action uh, as, a bow, as a bonus action. I can also put a hex on her, which is, again, not going to do anything right now. Okay, so hex is moved, and what do you want to hex? Uh, constitution. Coach, you're up. Coach is going to try and break out of this grapple. All right, do it. Uh, and I'm at disadvantaged on ability checks because I'm afraid of because her. Because you're afraid of her. So then I just roll this is, normal. This is terrifying. She's surrounding you. She's she's constricting you. Normally, I get advantage on strength checks because so I'm So it's just a regular roll. So normal Neutral. Roll. Regular roll. Versus her. And it's acrobatics versus her acrobatics. Or her yes. dex that she wants to use. Yes. All right. Ooh, that's not terrible. 24. Yes. That succeeds. She rolled she rolled 15 plus 3 is 18, but she's yes. you, you break free. Okay, I'm going to use my bonus action to stab her with my No. To hit her. <laughs> I'm just going to hit her with my hammer. Nobody is currently dead. All right. Heal yourself. Um, I can't. I don't have an action. Oh, no. That was my action. Uh so bonus action. Whack. Try okay. to hit her. I'm rolling at disadvantage, mind you, but even still. All right. 14 to hit. The misses. Okay. Uh, so, whoo! It's like wildly rolling. And I'm going to just try and run 35 feet away from her. I know she gets attack opportunity, but I have to risk it. Okay. There's also snakes on the ground. So I can say, I'll say that you can run towards... Where can I run? I you can know. run towards Jarek and Sarsa. Okay. Sure. And like, and you just kind of like huddle up with them. Because <laughs> there's a bit of a path. Well, let's see if I huddle up with you or not. She, she hasn't used reaction yet, has she? Nope. So she will just make a claw attack. <laughs> so she'll just kill you. 23 to hit. Yeah, okay. Oh. I'm, I'm out. It doesn't matter. I'm out. Wait, what's your AC? <laughs> 16. Yeah, I, I am very... She slashes at Coach. <laughs> and um, I she slashes that. at his back. And, coach! Uh, it, it, he, coach goes down. And as he goes down, um, the... Uh, God's key, which is this large, you know, thing that he put in his pack, uh, tumbles out. <laughs> and you, you two, Jarek and Sarsa, and Salias from up top, you all see this, and it kind of goes after it leaves Coach's um, sort of vicinity. Sarsa, get it! Sarsa, it's your turn. <laughs> Sarsa is, and you are not afraid. Yeah, no, she's just pissed because she's been to death and back basically yep. Yep. does she Almost. have to make the save or does she have to make the roll uh you do have to make the roll it's a wisdom save oh oh against her because she has an aura her and you're scary within... snaky aura and you're within 30 feet there. uh so that's a 19 plus Jeez. uh my save set so it's 26 <laughs> oh there's our <laughs> wise person <laughs> yeah know, no right? sarsa like yeah, yeah let's okay. let's throw down um so sarsa is gonna reach down and grab the the god's key okay Bop. and like she's like 
but while she's doing it, she's just like making eye contact with Kishara, like she's real over this. As I pick it up, does it do anything? Or does you see it the three uh, main points of contact. You see this large button that's on the mace. You see where the spiralite is, kind of twisting around, and you see the on the top this kind of handle um, where you can get like a hand inside. It's a bracelet, but it's it's this large kind of thing. Um, am I allowed to use an action to attempt to bash the button, twist the spiralite, and pull on the handle of the bracelet? Yes, you may. Because I would like to do that. Cyrus right. is like, we're done messing around. You hurt my friends. We're done. I would like to bash it. Bash. I want to play Bop It. Bash So she's going to bash the button. Bash she's it. Okay. So twist the spiralite. And then and twist then, it. And then pull on the, the bracelet. And then you pull out the. And then Kishara, uh, Kishara in her snake form is just like. And then all of a sudden, as soon as Sarsa does this, the room goes white. don't really know what has happened at this point. When you gain back your focus, your hearing is back. You can see, and you are in the room, but you are now 30 feet off the ground. And surrounding you is a psionic aura, an armor that you are inside. It has legs, it has arms, it has a shield in front of you, and it's glowing with this purple psionic aura. And Sarsa, you're right in the middle. Jarek, you're on the left. Did I form the head? <laughs> you're, you're on the right. Ah. <laughs> Sarsa, you... I'm the green. Kind of think for a second, and you think... I should move forward, and then the whole thing... And you see below you, about 15 feet below you, where you guys are, from the psionic armor, is now the small form of Kishara. Where's Coach? Coach is on the ground. Oh no. Don't step on him. Jarek is on the, uh, what is it, right left? You said left. Left. Jarek is on the left. You control the left arm. And... You're the uh, green Salias controls the right arm. <laughs> it's Marfin time. <laughs> uh, you are controlling a psionic mech. What do you want to do? This is amazing. Is it? Do is it still? Do I get an action, or was my action just activating it? Your your action was to activate it. Um, but I'm going to say, for the sake of initiative, <laughs> this is the order now. So now it's uh, all of you versus. Kishara. And now you are in this. And let me give you some things to keep in mind. Coach is dead. And then Coach is on the ground. I, I, still have a, I still have a turn, right? Yeah, you do. You do. Oh, um, wait. I get a bonus action. Have I, did I take a bonus action? No. Can I just bonus action real quick? A uh, healing word on Coach. It's yes. just a... Uh, yes. It's healing word and Coach is going to heal eight hit wow. points. Okay. Alright. So Coach heals eight hit points. Then all this other stuff I just said just happens. So all of you are inside of this thing. 
Um, Coach is now there. Uh, or, uh, Coach is there as well. Um, he is controlling uh, the legs, and they look amazing. <laughs> as they should. Uh, the mech legs. So he's controlling <laughs> the movement. They're the biggest calves ever. All four of you are inside of this sort of control panel, control room, and Kishara looks up, kind of like a what the? <laughs> like all of her five, six heads are just and she's so furious that she hasn't figured this out and like she doesn't know what what happened you guys have the following stats as the psionic curio so somebody write this down oh no Um, matt you're in charge i'm running out of room on my paper but i'm in (laughs) you have plus 10 to hit elemental damage of your choice except necrotic um all the things i mentioned before so lightning fire cold uh, thunder or force. force each fire. arm or each appendage have one has one type of elemental damage. You have a multi-attack with each arm. Um, you can also do a range blast or an elemental shaped melee weapon. Uh, you can also change into a beast shape of a psionic beast of your choosing which lasts one turn. Yeah, and then your movement is uh, 30 feet. It is your turn, team. What would you like to do? You are this psionic mech armor, and you're facing against a uh, Yuanti Athenema. Let's pull a St. Patrick on this snake and stomp her out. <laughs> I say we pull her into pieces. What kind of animals do snakes not like? Mongoose. Mongoose. <laughs> Can do we, we do a giant mongoose? Do we have the stats for like a massive mongoose? Uh, is that what you want to do? Giant sign your action? We would like to become. <laughs> I've been waiting to pull a mongoose like, in this thing the whole Mongoose or, or ferret, and we'll say ferret is kind of the same as a mongoose. So, what, what we'll say is if, if you want to use your action to turn into this, uh, turn into the beast. Um, if you want to turn into a giant psionic mongoose, that happens. You Ooh. don't get to make an attack yet, Ooh, but that is. Uh, but your attack happens uh, as the uh, action on your next turn, and then after you make the attack, then then you turn back into the mech arm. Does she fear us? I feel us? like snakes are afraid of giant psionic yeah. mongoose. We'll see what happens. Perhaps we it has its own say. aura. I think I think I think Jarek just wants revenge. Well, it is. On them. You do have resistance uh, against the fear now because of the psionic um, shielding. That's, a, no, that's an effect of the spiralite. Heck yeah. Okay, so that's so you change into a giant psionic mongoose. I have weasel stats. <laughs> weasel stats. Weasel, weasel stats. All right. Weasel, weasel stats. Okay. We, I don't think weasel stats are that great. All right. Nope. Go Here we go. go. I'm telling you, we should go with badger or eagle. Or DM something. has badger. the okay, hell. Let's, let's, let's keep going. Let's Sure. We, we change into a giant mongoose. It has it Giant has mongoose. Okay. Uh, now it's Kishara's turn. So, she is... Yeah, she's going to try to multi-attack on this thing. Bring um, it. I'm going to take care of it down here. <laughs> With our, you now control four legs. Right? We're just nothing because there's no arm. I'm just in a head like I could like, look left. Look no, I think, you're, I, think you're, I think you're the body. Right. Yeah, you're the body. You're the heart. So the body, uh, it, has the, it has the defensive stats of your body plus your proficiency mod- modifier. Um, so your AC... Uh, 16. Plus, plus your proficiency. So that would be... Uh, 19. 
Yep, 19. Our AC is 19. We all efficiency. Yep. Alright, so it's going to... Attack... Twenty-seven to hit. Oh, that's gonna hit. Jeez. And twenty-one. So it hits twice. Jerk. Seventeen and nine. Um, so how we're gonna do this is your uh, hit points for this is one twenty. Okay. I need somebody to keep track. I got it. Okay. okay. And how much did she just hit us for? She hit you for what did I say? Nine and shoot. Seventeen. So. 26. It's getting dicey down here. Constrict constrict does not work, and then Flurry of Bites uh, does work. It's 25 to hit. uh, Piercing plus poison, but but, but immune to poison. Wow. That's not a good sound. (laughs) When you start rolling d20s for damage. 21. 21. Okay, so just 21 damage then? Yeah, the poison has no effect. Okay, so then we're down to 73 damage. 73 hit points. All right, your turn. You are a giant psionic mongoose. You're in front of Kishara. What do you want to do? Eat her. All the attacks. Well, just punch her. <laughs> okay, you have multi-attack. Yes, um, those. So you can attack twice. Um, to do so that. make a... So Solius is on one side... Jarek is on the other. If you want to move forward to try and uh, like jump on her, that would be Coach. Um, we'll make a, uh, a pounce bite makes sense. To uh, me. A dexterity, and then you can make a bite and a, and a slashing attack. Let's bite? do all those things. Okay. You're you biting him. Do you want to bite with the mongoose head? Mongoose eat snakes. Great, so, yeah. bite him. Okay, <laughs> her. So so roll a strength check plus your proficiency. My strength? No, it's proficiency. I know. Oh, so just... So plus three. Okay, so 16, 16 then. But it has a plus 10 to attack, right? Oh, plus, plus 10. 10. Plus 26. 10 yep, that hits. <laughs> Thank you for that. I yep. forgot. I wrote it down, but I didn't know what to do with that. Yep. Okay. I'm not, and then, I'm not used to this whole melee thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> uh, everything's plus 10. Uh, and what kind of uh, elemental damage do you want to add to Ooh. that? Hmm... I mean, snakes are cold-blooded, so I'm still inclined to go with cold. Okay, so cold damage. Yeah. So we're adding cold damage. So you're going to roll uh, 6d8. Good God. Okay. Noise. All right, here we go. And Jarek, be thinking about what you want to do. 24 cold damage. Most, 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 most. She is bloodied. Fine. Wow. Her turn. Now it's Jarek's oh, no, turn. Jarek with the slashing or another bite attack. I'll leave it up to you. As the mongoose. Oh, I want to. And you get a different. Uh, you get a different elemental attack. Did the cold seem uh, troubling to her? Or? I mean, it, 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 she didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We we'll do bite attack again. So we roll d20 plus 10 plus proficiency. Yep. Ooh, that was a 19. Is my Hexblade Curse still active? Yes, it is. Well, uh, one of its fe- features is that a 19 or a 20 counts as a crit. Oh. So. <laughs> oh. That's what that is. It's all the things. Everybody give their D8s to, to Zach right now. <laughs> so I got lots of so them. 12 D8. 12 D8. Here's three for you. All right. 
Uh, oh jeez. Okay, we'll do it this way. It's more fun if you do them all at once. I oh, have two. I got more. <laughs> We're gonna have to add this up. Do we? Do we need more? Are I could just use this app. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. You guys, one I, more. I got more. We've got it. There we go. All right. We're going to use the Doctor Who. Yeah! Here we go. Thanks, Tyler. Come on! They're going to get stuck. 12D8 sounds like <laughs> You want to use mine? Yeah, we need to Hold it up to the mic. What? Oh, Are you yeah, saying that my that. dice tower is inferior? Yeah, but it's yes. too small. It is. <laughs> All right. Here's the sound it's of 12D8. God, that's magic. And now let us pause for five minutes while we add up 12D8. <laughs> Just read them out loud. And disappoint every elementary school teacher we had. <laughs> that was too close. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars or sure the Jedi. Oh, they know equals fifty-eight damage. Wow. Fifty-eight? Nice. Uh, hey. and, and that was and that was cold damage? It cold was chilly. Damage. Yes. The, the DM right now is, is <laughs> rubbing his nose temples. Also, if I can still be do paladin stuff, I'm going to smite it. <laughs> <laughs> you get a, you get Up a... to you. Yeah, he said, yeah. All right. That's going to add on uh, another 4d8. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Plus 5, plus 4, plus 1, plus 2. So 12, 12. more damage. And those are, those, you count this crit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's looking real bad. <laughs> she's not quite dead. She just kind of is breathing real heavily. How, how are you doing this? She tasted like that snake wine. And then, and then <laughs> your entire form <laughs> turns back into the construct. Uh, the uh, the the psionic armor out of the um, mongoose form. Um, it is now her turn. Mm-hmm. She's going to try to attack you again. Twenty-eight to hit claw attack. That hits. Yeah. Fifteen damage. Okay. Seventeen to hit. That does that not misses. hit. Constrict. Twenty to hit. Will hit. Yep. Twenty-four. Uh oh, but that's. Bludgeoning plus acid. So you have acid resistance. Mm-hmm. So it's actually going to be 18. Okay, that puts us at 40. Flurry of bites. Starting to crack down here. 18. That's going to miss. Misses. Yeah, we're at 19 AC. Yep. So we're at 40. All right. <laughs> Whipping tails. Constricting around and biting at this psionic form. Your form starts to flicker a little bit. We've got to finish her off. I will return with more power. And she starts to run. You're going nowhere. She starts to go back out to where your uh, the the hole is, and she's making a run for it. What do you want to do? Attack of opportunity. Attack of opportunity. Yeah, Coach is going to try and step on her. Okay. Uh, Coach kind of controls the movement psionically. You are moving this thing. And then kind of attempting to step on her tail. Um, give me a strength check. Ooh. Plus, plus 10. 
23. Dang. That will do it. So she's slithering away in this giant psionic foot with force steps on the tail and then kind of like yanks, bounces back. And she looks up. It's your turn. After you, Jarek. <laughs> uh, we will slash her. Okay, so one of your psionic arms of your uh, mech goes out and this blade Ooh, cool. forms and you hear the voice of Javadriel. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> any, any weapon. And it says, I feel wonderful, Jarek Darkhopper. This new form is amazing. Let's do this. Let's do this, <laughs> Joe. That's a twin. That's a 30 to hit. Dang. 30 <laughs> hits. 30 hits. Oh my, oh my god. Gosh. This well, is the best game of Buffett ever. <laughs> hmm? What do we roll for that? We're confused. So you're going to roll. Uh, what kind of elemental damage do you want to add? Uh, let's do Radiant for Joe. Sense. Oh, Radiant was not one of the choices. It's oh. your fire, cold, acid, po- uh, not poison. Fire, cold, acid, thunder, lightning. Let's do force. Or force, yeah. All right, so you're going to do 8d8. That's going to be 45 damage. Jeez. Dang. Describe your victory. <laughs> yes. Woo. Oh, thank sure. God. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Sarsa was Sarsa was in the middle Sarsa of the whole thing. She gets to describe a victory. Yeah, you uh, came back from the brink of death. You deserve it. So you don't. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I have to thank Mark. That was my birthday dice that saved her on that Jeez. last roll. Um, so we we had just stomped her with our foot, and uh, with Jarek's right hand, uh, he takes uh, the hand and just. Uh, grabs the snake head by the throat and squeezes, squeezes, and then gives it uh, a little uh, slice right through. Uh, and she slices her uh, snake body in half. And with force damage, wh- so you you guys with your psionic arm pick it up, slice it through, and with the force from the psionic blade. It blasts the rest of uh, the Yuan Ti form with all of its skin, and even like a second layer of skin <laughs> flies off in, into the form. All of the snakes uh, in in the room just kind of wither and uh, shrink back, and they turn into vines again. And then your form reduces, and then kind of goes back down. You guys slowly float down as if on a platform lowering down like an elevator. But you don't know what an elevator is. But it's kind of lowering down like you're on this floating platform and then and then uh, you're back on the ground again. The curios are in front of you. Sarsa is holding them. All four of you are standing around. You look down and the forms of the curios the spiralite, the bigger bracelet, and the mace of switching are black and ashy. And they start floating away and crumbling in your hands. And they've lost their ability and they have ceased to exist. Can you guys back up a little bit? You're kind of in my space. We, we did it. That was amazing. There's a lot of snake guts around here. 
I mean, just um, uh, everywhere. Yes. How are we getting out of here? Three weeks go by, and we're still in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> Keep sliding back still down. Still can't yeah. figure out. Uh, we'll say through some creative rope work, through uh, coaches' pitons and climbing, you managed to get out and make your way back to Falcon Reach. A little montage of these like still montage and, and things <laughs> like that. Um, coaches back in Falcon Reach eating meat pies. So jeez. So many. So many meat pies. How much weight is he gaining now? Uh, roll a D8. <laughs> <laughs> Coach has a problem. You know. <laughs> I gain eight pounds. Okay. Now you roll your eight. <laughs> All right. I think eventually so, Sarsa would try and say thank you to Jarek, like, for basically... Not basically for saving so, her life. Yeah, let me uh, let me get through a couple things, and okay. then we'll we'll have some time for you guys to have some role play together. Queen Mora, now fully restored to power within her palace, has made some changes. She has changed the Crystal Council power ability so that it's a fully um, democratic system, and people that want to elect their official from their city uh, within Marcasia are able to do that. She has actually stepped down from being on the council and has reduced uh, her decisions so that it's fully just run by this council. Uh, She's only brought in for ties and things like that. Uh, Cole, Nuzir, and Bartleby, who was given a full pardon because he was under psionic control. Callum has also joined the council and has uh, taken his place as um, a minister of defense. Hmm. Coach, one of the days where you're walking around, you've gotten some meat pies, you're walking back, and you're actually approached by um, about five other dwarves. One of them was the female that you originally talked to. And she says, uh, Mr., uh, Mr. Coach, sir, I wonder if we might have a word. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, do you mind if I eat while? Uh, oh while no, we that's fine. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. Uh, listen, um, well, we we want to thank you so much for what you've done. Well, you and your friends have made such a wonderful uh, advances, and 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 you've you've saved us all, and and a couple of the other. Oh, you're like, too yeah, kind. Yeah, you did a great job. Yeah. yeah. And there was even that one guy that was kind of like. Not believe he's like, yeah, I lied you. You sure did a, a fine job. and But you have to know that there's a lot of us that Falcon reaches our home. And uh, we kind of come with you. And they kind of shake their heads. I, I understand. But I then am. the female says, but there's a lot of us that do want to go with you. Wait, are you serious? Well, some of the uh, Duragar, the dark dwarves... They actually witnessed what you did from the side. They made your way up. They saw your sacrifice. They came up. You know, there's some of them that are sort of second cousins to some of the surface dwarves, and they told them, and 
they told them and they told other people and word got around and you're sort of a local hero you sacrificed yourself that hand you gave us prosperity you found the founder stone we'll go anywhere that you want us to there's about 300 of us oh dear oh man uh men and women oh this is the best day ever (laughs) um I don't even know what to say. <laughs> All right. Um, so that that goes on for a bit. Of cards. All right. Um, <laughs> I only have like three of these things. Salias and Jarek and Sarsa are kind of you know take some time to recover. Uh, Jabin has been retired from the council. He says, "I don't want to be a part of the council anymore. I, I've actually gotten quite fond of this bed and breakfast, and you know." Um, well, since we've uh, come into a little bit of coin being uh, rewarded um, for your bravery, uh, I really want to buy this place. Oh, you, you should. If it makes you happy, then it makes me happy. I think it's lovely. I love this bed in belligerence. It's wonderful. I, <laughs> I, I, want to, I want to set up a stage in the corner and I'll do some dramatic reenactments of, of all of your adventures. Oh, you're one more place. A... Yes, yes. Well, is that all right if we live here? I, I would love that. Well, that's wonderful. Perhaps I could get a job at the library. Yes, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you could. Um, so you guys, uh, the three of you, Jarek, Sarsa, and Silius, uh, get asked to uh, meet in the observatory, which is the highest point of the highest point of the palace. It is a um, overlook room that is hundreds of feet up in a high tower uh, with windows looking around the top where you see a grand view of all Marcasia and the Frostbeard Mountains to the north and the Evermist Forest to the south and a hint of the Glisten Vale Sea to the west. You're at the top of the world. Now, Jarek, I'm just saying that maybe another tavern. I mean, we could give it a go again. A few moments go by. <laughs> and out of the door behind you comes a few figures. Callum, Massimo, Ramara, Nuzir, and coach um, step in front of you are we in trouble again I don't think I owe did we break anything that they and That's our friends Massimo like Lionheart we should, be cool. we should be cool for any sort of like debts or damage incurred right Massimo says for generations the knights of the realms have stood as a force for good and defenders of the innocent the what? We owe fealty to no ruler. We seek no tribute of coin nor esteem. We pledge ourselves to the unconditional defense of the good and the innocent. And on this day, three knights have been nominated to join the order. Who? They kind of look around. Coach? The knights of the realms? Really? Callum kind of nods and says, oh, I lied. A thi- that's a thing? That's a real thing. Do we get a discount at the tavern? <laughs> perhaps, mean, we can, uh, perhaps we can perhaps we can continue in just a moment, uh, Ramora. Coach? You've been observed by a knight of the realm to act by the rules in accordance with your credo. The knights are called on when good is needed and evil makes itself known. In order to be inducted into the knights of the realm, a candidate has to be engaged in three acts of valor. Is there a knight who speaks for this tiefling? Callum steps forward. 
and says, "Thus Tafling was a fine captain for her crew, leading them safely across Marcasia upon their journey. Thus Tafling showed compassion for a fallen foe, bringing the bugbear chief, or chef, back to life. <laughs> Thus Tafling journeyed into Zeppelbrum Falls and fought hybrid wolf spiders and a gelatinous moose to retrieve a long-lost curio. Is there a knight who speaks for this human? Jerick, that's you. I, and they all kind of look around. And then at that moment, a human male, older, with gray hair on the sides and a short beard rushes in. <sighs> He's wearing an emerald leather armor with a short sword on his side, a little short cape around his shoulders and dark trousers. I do. I will. Sorry, I'm late. Damn Griffin nearly dropped me out of the sky. I see you got my armor. Dad? Yeah, I'll, I'll, hold on. Let me let, let me do the bit. You, what? <coughs> that's your dad. What? <clears throat> handsome. This, this human fought against the constructs in the raid of Falcon Reach Palace. He's kind of reading off of a little, like, note. This human, even though he made a sad creme brulee. What? <laughs> Help we can talk about fight it in a battle for what does that mean? Help fight in a battle for their lives against a cunning culinary foe. Who writes this stuff? I can't look this. <laughs> uh, this human bravely battled against the Yuanti archdruid Kishara Fenro, withstanding her mind control, along with his party, defeating her in mortal combat. Kind of looks at you very proudly. Uh, thanks. Jerk, you didn't tell me your dad was so handsome. Okay, thank you. I agree. Is there a knight who speaks for this half-elf? Me? And they all kind of look at Coach. You've known known him the longest, boyo. Oh, I could definitely speak to the uh, valor of this half-elf. Oh, Coach. He burned down his own library in defense of a city. Well, it was... He fought some sticks in the woods with me. And lastly, against Kishara, he was willing to sacrifice himself to take care of his friends. Oh. He stood at the precipice against one of the most powerful foes I have ever seen. Oh, oh, oh coach. <laughs> Very sweet. Right, um... Soleus, Jerick Dark Harbor, Sarsa Demisalt. Each of you has been nominated by a knight in good standing to join the sacred order of the Knights of the Realms. If you do so accept, kneel upon this ground. Are we, are we doing this, Jerick? If you have any questions, uh, now would be a good what, time. What does it mean exactly to swear fealty here? Well, it's a secret organization that, if you're part of, you might be called on to step up and defend the realm against evil that might pop up. The knights, of, like the real knights of the realm, like in the stories, like the, the drunk guy at the end of the bar is like, oh, I met a knight once. And, and he your, was... your father, Eric, says, aye, son, it's, it's true. How long have you been a knight? Um, well, it's only been about 10 years. Coach, how long have you been a knight? Uh, well, uh, back in, uh, back in somewhere else, they uh, nominated me for... Defeating some. You don't want to mention that? 
Well, I'm not really allowed to. It's Is a this sec- like a secret thing? It's a secret it's a, it's organization. It's a secret society. Yeah, it's a secret. But they're good people. I had I had similar concerns. I mean, I don't... And Nuzir says, Can we move this along? This is taking a long time. I turn to probably my dad and... <laughs> you really think I'm worthy of this? And he, he steps and puts his hand on you and says, Son, get on your damn knees. <laughs> I look at Sarsa and say, I, I will if you will. I'll go to Silius. Silius. Yes. Get on your damn knees. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, well, we're not going to talk about this. Is that a part this. of it? Uh, no, no, no. That's that's just something I did. Oh. Coach, you're, you're a knight. Is this a worthy cause? It must be if you're involved. Of course it is. Then then I accept. And Silius kneels down. Okay. Jarek, you know from the day I met you... You already were a knight in training armor. This is just making it official. Let's do the damn thing. I smile and blush a little bit and <laughs> no, and uh, kneel. I'll okay. kneel as well. They Derek tell- Doc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Callum instructs you to take off any, uh, roll up your sleeves and take off any bracers or armor that you have on your forearm, and they grasp you. Uh, in this forearm grip, hand on your forearm, and you do the same thing to them, um, and you feel this kind of energy, this sort of uh, warmth that that is flowing through. Silius, so, do you feel it? And then uh, Ramara is grabbing um, your hand, Silius. Silius, upon your word and honor, do you pledge yourself to the defense of the good and innocent people of these realms, to stand up when needed? and place the well-being of others before your own at any cost? Yes, at any cost, I do. Callum uh, grabs your hand, uh, your arm, Sarsa, and says, Sarsa Demisalt, upon your word and honor, do you pledge yourself to the defense of the good and innocent people of these realms to stand up when needed and place the well-being of others before your own at any cost? Sarsa takes one last look at Jarek and then goes back to Callum and says, I, I do. He kind of smiles and nods. And then Massimo, who's grabbed your arm, <laughs> says this. Jarek Darkfarter. <laughs> Jarek Darkharbor, upon your word and honor, do you pledge yourself to the defense of the good and innocent people of these realms? To stand up when needed and place the well-being of others before your own at any cost. I hesitate for a moment and then... (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Yes, I do. I do. Then let us rise together as knights of the realms. And then uh, they all kind of rise up. Everybody rises up off their knee. Massimo steps forward and... I've prepared a song to celebrate. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, it's all right. It's all right, Masmo. No, nope. you don't have to sing. I've been practicing okay. at night. All right. Um, He's gotten pretty good. I've gotten pretty good. <sighs> Here's my song.
All right, so some some day goes by. There's some not drinks, enough whiskey for that. Some drinks are bought. A large amount of whiskey was was bought. Important um, question. Yes. Am I still turning into a snake? What's the snake situation? Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> oh no. Uh, your transformation. The best best you can figure out. And Callum, who has some monk ability, kind of looked into your key, and. Being part of the uh, curio psionic armor, something with the power of the spiralite, um, which you wore, and it stopped the transformation while you were wearing it, um, permanently halted the transformation. However, hmm. because of the time that you didn't have it, and bec- because the transformation had started, uh, you do have some side effects. You're resistant to poison. Cool, cool. And you have dark vision. Yay! Yay! One of us. One, one of us. us. Gibble gobble. One of us. You don't have to use that damn flashlight all the time. All right. Some time goes by. Um, you guys have uh, some time to you know, celebrate and, and kind of exchange stories. And and um, uh, it's, it's time. It's the day that uh, Coach um, is going to start leading his uh, troop of dwarves uh, back towards Iron Haven. And you guys all meet him on the ground um, below Falcon Reach. Well, I guess it's time for me to, uh, to, to go back. I found my people. I'm really happy for you, Coach. That's, that's right. That's right good. Coach, never forget that we're your people too. You're our friend. You're a family. Oh well, I miss you. There's always a pint here for you if you ever want to come back and tell us what you're up to. Well, of course, if I ever uh, find my way this far east <laughs> again, I never thought I'd have to go this far to find some workers. But man, did I find them! You sure did. You did. You'll be a great leader. Maybe we'll come find you someday. Leave one of those cards with us. Oh, they're they're very gone. I passed all of them out. I have no idea where they are. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss you three. I'll miss you. Can't believe I'm gonna say it, but yeah, we will miss you. Well, take care of yourselves, and if you're ever in Ironhaven, look me up. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe. I'm also gonna make sure I'm, I'm not gonna be running the mine. I'll, I'll have my son do that. He knows what he's doing, not me. But I'll at least be able to lead him back. Maybe have an adventure along the way. Silius goes in for, like, a, a hug. Avoiding the spikes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've, you've learned, you've learned the, the hug pattern. <laughs> you're, you're a good man, coach. I spank him on the butt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're a good half-elf. I appreciate that. Don't call me a man ever again. You're a good dwarf. There you go. Bye, coach. Goodbye. Coach, 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 All three hundred dwarves, and 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 we walk, yelling, coach. Yeah, coach, coach, coach. You see, coach walking off, and with three hundred dwarves behind him. Yeah, well, they kind of among. He's amongst them as the people. So now it's Solius and Jarek and Sarza. One of the meetings that you have with the queen, she she's called the three of you while you're still in town. And uh, she says, um, I can't thank you enough for helping our realm. And I have something for you. It's not much, but 
I, I, I want to show my gratitude. Salias, I, I know you're fond of library and the books. Um, you are working at the library, so I can't give you more than that, but I can give you something um, that Nuzia was able to find, and he gives you, she gives you uh, these, this small kind of um, folder with two sheets inside of it. And she says, uh, this is a book that lets you scry on any book that you've seen three times a day up to one book at a time nice so D as long as you've seen it in your life you'll be able to look at this as if it's that book oh good and the more. pages will let you see inside of it thank you so much this is amazing i hope it comes in handy i'm sure it will sasa oh i um i know that you have been asking for a lifetime supply of whiskey <laughs> Um, it's not something oh, I can no. guarantee. That's good. Not any movement on that, then, I. Uh, no, I, I'm afraid that um, the distillers are still working on that. But mm. what I can give you is this, and she gives you a purple shard. And uh, she says, this will grant you extra power to the ship, uh, a boost of speed when you need it most. And she looks out the window and kind of gestures to Docking Bay 3, where you see... You see your new ship and a half-orc painting the words, <laughs> the Crescent Squall 3. He turns and gives you a big thumbs up. <laughs> Jarek, 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 do you see that? Do you see that over there? I like and then that. she says, Jarek, that, that's, that's our ship. And then she says, um, Jarek. Um, yeah. I, uh, well, I don't have anything for you. Because, okay, thank you very much. Because well, I guess we'll go on. What I do have is um, a message from your father. And it says, um, could really use your help here in Valkara. Please think about it. Eric. Hmm. I know you spent a little bit of time when he um, came here. Why did he come here, by the way? Uh, well, he had a message to deliver. Oh, okay. Us, I say, squinting at her. Nice to meet just you. Just a message, I know, particular. Nope, yep, just a message. Sure. All mm -hmm. right. Well, he wanted me to give that to you when the time was right. All right. Well. Oh, I also do have something else for you. It's a sack of gold um a, some cat person gave it to me <laughs> oh, I like he said that, cat. that um he said tell him all right he's earned it i assume you would know what that means i do know what that means it doesn't make a lot of sense to me uh cats don't make no sense booby trapped or i will take it i will take it and figure that so out so Cal callum who's right next to her hands it to you and says good on you boy you thank you and um well, thank you again, all of you. Coach as well. I can't thank you enough for saving Marquisha. And maybe we will see you again. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So you guys head out towards your new ship. Celius, do you know anything about a platinum syndicate? We I overheard Kishara when we were sneaking. We overheard her talking to somebody 
uh, in the Platinum Syndicate about that's Something who she was dealing arms a to. Lord Matray. Yeah. It's a name that she was saying. Matray I've heard of. Oh, you do know. But the Platinum Syndicate, I haven't heard that term. Well, who's Lord Metry? See, now that is where I'm going to fail miserably at being able to recap things. But I feel, but you, you remember some talk and through Coach talking about Lord Tricandrus' association with someone from the Feywild, a member of the Summer Court. Uh, Some words, you know, that that uh, there's nothing about Lord Metry in your Book of the Realms because it's not technically a realm. And there's nothing about uh, the Platinum Syndicate. Yeah. It seems to be very shadowy and very hidden. Nothing Similar the to the Knights of the Realms. Yeah. But Silius would know who Lord Metre is, right? Yeah. From Coach telling him, yeah. Well, because didn't I have some dealings? No, I guess I wasn't direct. He wasn't directly involved mm. there. Yeah. Coach told me some stories, but beyond that, I think... I think perhaps there... And he looks around to make sure no one's, like, listening in. <laughs> there are our evil counterparts... They're the villains. And he gets all, yeah, so like an excited nod. You know, can't we just get a little bit of a break? Just a wee bit. I mean, we just finished a big epic adventure. Well, what do you want to do? I kind of just want to hang out and drink for a minute. <laughs> I think Cole is ghosting me. I mean, he hasn't even said hello, but... I'm we sure he's... that whole meeting, he never even said hi. I'm sure he's so. just playing hard to get. Yeah, it's funny. Do you want to stay here? You want to talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. I'm not <laughs> talking to him. He's still living in a bed and breakfast with his husband. Belligerent. Yes. Mm. Remember, you always have a place to stay when you're in town. Thank you, Slias. Really do appreciate that. And take care of Jabe. And it's it's nice to see two people that care about each other. I agree, and he gives you two a significant look. (laughs) (laughs) So this walks off. What a squishy sod. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we'll end. (laughs)